Hello everyone and welcome back. Finally, um hearing our voices again. So I'm your host, Jenny McCarty. And I'm your other host, Aoife Murphy. And we're delighted to be back to you again. Um, I know Aoife did a kind of welcome back podcast not so long ago, um, but I was away enjoying some sunshine, some winter sun. So finally back now and ready to get stuck in again. Um, yeah, delighted. There's been so much happening since and um, kind of personally and within the childcare sector as well, I guess, that we're always new topics, and new content coming up. So delighted to get back discussing. But I think today we just kind of want to have a little chat, get ourselves back into it. And um, we have a little visitor with us as well today. Aoife's morning is a bit manic. So um, yeah, Theo might be slipping in and out there every so often, but uh, he's our, our, our third <laughs> Our third host at the moment. <laughs> and key, and key. Um, yeah, so I, you know, it's early morning for us and, you know, his dad is not here. He's at the gym at the moment. So he is our uh, sound engineer, should we call him? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and I think it probably shows for you as well, for the kind of real life of it now. Um, before it was literally like, okay, what time are you ready? And let's sit down and do it. Whereas now it's like, yeah, okay, Theo is not cooperating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, normally he'd sit down and have his battle, but there's like, you know, a microphone and a laptop and there is a ring light and everything in front of me. So he's like, what is, what are those things? Uh, but yeah, like I, said, <laughs> like I said on the Welcome podcast, you know, this, Ooh. yeah, you have a lot to say. <gasps> okay. <laughs> like I said on the Welcome podcast <laughs> that, you know, we're kind of transitioning this podcast from not just the early years, but putting in a little bit of parenting as well, because, you know, that is my reality at the moment. Uh, and I think it's going to be good for a lot of people listening to kind of see the real and the rawness, because I don't, you know, I'm not going to be sugarcoating anything like last night, Theo was up for two hours in the middle of the night, you know, and it's, it's, that's, that's the way it is. You know, social media also portrays um, perfection when it comes to babies and newborns. And uh, that's not what you're going to be getting here. So if you're looking for that, that's the wrong podcast. And then Jenny, obviously will be telling you about the, you know, um, everything that's going on in the early years and she's kind of bringing that aspect forward. So I hope the new format is, you know, uh, yes, is, um, it's going to be good for for everyone, and someone will find something out of out, out of each episode. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And I think last year, like it, it does. You know, when we set up this page, I suppose we had kind of, um, I suppose a, a good direction of where it was going to go, and we wanted to cover a lot of topics and all that, and we did that, and we had a lot of amazing guests on, and we really enjoyed it. But I suppose it's kind of moving with us, and when our life changes, kind of moving with that and updating you and bringing you along the way as well so yeah I think we're kind of going in the direction of it being a more I suppose relaxed in a way podcast as well um and throwing a bit of our personal lives into it too yeah definitely and I'm just laughing because we were you know as I was looking back to see what we've done <laughs> in the past we definitely ended one episode just Theo's birth story part one and just never came back <laughs> So that should tell you right there how uh, there's only one part in the story. <laughs> I swear I could not get Theo to like speak. He would not talk or babble really for a couple of you know. He's supposed to hit certain milestones, and obviously every child is different. But you kind of say, oh, you know, he's not doing that. And then like this week, he's just really started. <laughs> of course, the one day I need him to be a little more <laughs> quiet. But yeah, no, yeah, we just left you all high and dry with Theo's birth story part one. So if anyone's interested in part 
are too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can do that. There's people and still waiting by their laptops to be like, where is part two? <laughs> He's here. There you go. Part two. Theo is here. <laughs> We'll have to explain to him when he grows up why there was left. Oh, he's clapping Andy's. Yay. <laughs> oh my God, this is chaotic for anyone listening. But look, this is the reality we are in now. And like Jenny said, we're trying to be less, I suppose, um, you know, like like schedule on the podcast. We normally have an agenda. We normally have questions. And obviously, if there's a guest, we are going to still have an interview format. But this this is hopefully will sound a bit like a third person sitting down you know to have coffee with us we're just chatting about you know what's going on in the world what's going on with our own lives um and yeah like I hope I hope I really do hope that people like it a lot more than they liked the last few um episodes we've we've put out yes you're very chatty today (laughs) he was really enjoying it (laughs) but yeah it's um I guess looking at I suppose the childcare sector at the moment um not a lot has actually changed, I guess. Um, I, it's a funny one because, like, you know, last year, I guess there was so much on, like, you know, the pay and working conditions. And I suppose, like, we have at the moment been brought in as well um, the sick pay entitlements, which is great because um, we now get three days sick pay per year, which we didn't have last year. So it is, you know, another good step. But um, I don't know. I think it's a funny one because there was so much kind of you know progress and everything and I guess there's a lot happening behind the scenes but you don't hear of it as much now um and there's still kind of a struggle like I'm finding it even like you know staff it's actually hard and I know a lot of other settings are kind of finding it the same as well um I don't know where all the graduates are gone um I think that's always our question and I think at the moment as well you have a lot of level fives and sixes going on to do their graduate as well and they're not going to be graduated for another kind of two years you know so it's it's going to be a long journey for a lot of childcare educators and I am still a bit worried about the sector because at the moment staff are just not there. Yeah and look I've been out of the childcare sector for nearly two three years now um coming up in March and it's it's funny to look at it and still have the same issues things coming up like where are the graduates like what's going on in like where are they where's everyone going like you know the staff turnover this year is in particular has been or last year and into this year has been extremely high people I've spoken to outside of you um have been telling me the same things that you've been telling me so you know it's it's across the board um all these issues and yeah like we had such it's always the way like we had such a like yes, we're doing it we're getting there we're going to do something and then it's like we just fall off a cliff and there's nothing else happening and we were even thinking, you know, about like recruitment and everything. And like, you know, you have staff kind of going on maternity and um, trying to plan is just so stressful. You know, I, I actually really found it stressful, being completely honest, in the last kind of few months, I suppose. It's been, I thought, I was like, is it a long winter or what? And then it's kind of not going away. It's <laughs> The stress is kind of still there. Like you have your everyday bits that are always going to be there, but like, there's a lot um there's just still a lot going on and you're still waiting for certain things to happen that aren't happening and um you know I find it's it's hard with staff as well because you've staff with families who are um you know maybe can't afford to go on and do their graduate as well or just it's it's not feasible for them to do um so like we were even thinking you know about 
can you recruit from abroad um all these other options but it it's a real pity that we don't have that workforce of you know in Ireland like it's it's such a pity so it's um yeah it's it is it's it's a still a struggle at the moment you know yeah no definitely is uh, and it's sad to see because people are now becoming more I suppose knowledgeable and wise to the fact before it was like oh they're doing something and it's going to get better but it's just been that kind of narrative for a few years that people are like well it's not getting better so I'm going to have to go out and do something else because I need to pay the bills or I need to you know move on with my life because obviously people can't stay in childcare forever at the way it's going and we've lost our sound engineer he's finally gone outside there with his dad um but yeah I I don't like unless we have anything else to to really chat about this is really just kind of a a really brief introduction I know I did one last um two weeks ago but now that Jenny's back obviously reintroduce you to the podcast because it's been a while and it's 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 tough to get back into it but I do after I did one myself I felt really I was kind of buzzing after it you know it's something I, I really love to do um, and I know you do too. Once we can find the time across the time zones and now with the baby and, and Shane not going to the gym every morning. <laughs> but um, yeah, like Definitely. we're glad to be back in your ears. Yeah, there's a lot of topics, I guess, that I've been thinking of. And this I had forgotten how much I suppose the podcast allows me to kind of rant and vent. Um, I know there's certain stuff that I actually can't say, um, you know, um, without using my job. exactly um but I suppose like certain topics that come up and um you know I have kind of missed it in a way to kind of not come on the podcast and say this and rant off my feelings on a certain topic you know and definitely I was actually only thinking about it last night when we put up the post about the um illness policies in childcare services and like it just shows another way that there's kind of a disconnect between parents and um, parents and educators in the setting. And actually one before we finish, um, I got a message from um, a lovely mother and um, thanks so much if she's listening for actually reaching out. And I suppose sometimes it's easy for me to kind of get lost in a like my point of view. I'm not a parent, you know, I'm a manager of an earlier setting. And I suppose, Aoife, you maybe start to become more sympathetic towards parents' point of view as a parent now, while having the background of working in childcare as well. And it's something that we joked about last night. But it's just in relation to the illness policies, this woman had said that she was, you know, given guidelines from the, to her childcare service. Um, they kind of were passing on all HEC guidelines on illnesses. And she was following them to a T. If the child had a runny nose or was unwell, she'd keep them out. Um, but then she said that there, on the other hand, there was a staff member who was sick with over two weeks in the service and um, said she had asked her, like, was she sick? And she said that it was kind of an unknown virus that she had. But every time she seen her, she was kind of coughing and spluttering. And, you know, she was like, it's very hard then for a parent to kind of say, well, I off work keep my child at home to keep other to keep ye and children and families safe and well but here you are coughing all over the place um you know so I can see and I had kind of forgotten that point of view and um, put my hands up being honest so it was kind of gave me a second to step back and say oh my god 
It is true. And I think that's something as an educator that you feel like if I don't go in today, even though I don't feel well, we may have to close the room or, you know, we may not be able to take a child, let's say for an AIMS worker, that child can't come in because the AIMS support worker isn't in. If you've no, like there's very rare that you can actually get relief staff, especially at the drop of a hat. So like, it's funny, like, and I am guilty of it myself, I guess I need to kind of put myself sometimes in the shoes of the parents. Yep. And I do remember back to Christmas 2019, where I was very sick. I had COVID now. I don't know if I did or not, but I, I really felt like I did. But it was right before everything kicked off. Um, and I was like, Jenny knows, I was really sick and I was miserable. But we had no, um, my the colleague in the room with me was pregnant and she had she was really sick. So she was out. There was no one to cover. And I do remember working. And I did think at the time, this must look terrible to all the parents here coming in like there was times I couldn't formulate a sentence because I was coughing so much and I was like so hoarse and I like I was breathing really heavy what must they have thought like and how do they keep sending their kids into me is beyond me and but a lot of the kids were also sick so we were all kind of in it together at that stage but I totally understand her point of view like I would as a parent now I would be very annoyed and if that was happening especially because she has to probably keep her child out for x amount of days which means she can't work um <clears throat> I think maybe possibly this mom also because we kind of know her works from home a lot and that's impossible I'll tell you with a little baby who's on the move is impossible because they're pulling your laptop they're eating wires they're in things they can't they shouldn't be my baby can now crawl up the stairs so you know that's an extra layer that I have to get like a stair gate it's it's hard like so the reality of working from home, like you can't do it. So you have to take the day off. Um, and then you come back, you know, next week and your kid is healthy and everything. And you come across this uh, staff member who's taking them in and they're coughing and, you know, and then you're like, well, my child's going to get sick again and this is going to keep happening. So it's very hard for me now to either go on one side or the other because I've been in both situations. So I think that's going to be an interesting layer to this podcast where before I might have agreed with Jenny a lot, but now it's going to start to be. <laughs> we'll be killing each other now by the end of it. <laughs> but, but I think as, thing. as, as an auntie as well, I think you also will probably start to, you know, um, step into that maternal role where you'll say, well, if it was Theo, then I wouldn't like that either, you know. So I think you will be able to see both sides as well coming up. If anything, I'll probably be oversensitive because <laughs> I was actually on a Zoom call with Theo and Shane last, um, if, I think two weeks ago, and um, Theo was trying to crawl up Shane's leg after him. Obviously, like when he started crawling, like you know, it's huge for us, and we're so excited. And he was kind of shown videos and everything on whatsapp so when we did the zoom call shane was like look he's crawling look he's crawling and placing the ipad so he'd crawl towards the ipad while i was on zoom and also exciting but obviously he got tired of doing it after a while so he was like trying to crawl up shane's leg and i was like just pick him up just pick him up and cuddle him so i think like i am if anything overly sensitive especially towards steam so um yeah it's i think though it's a funny what you actually said there is I don't know what side I'm on and like isn't it funny that that's the mindset that we have that it's not like a partnership it's right are you on this side or that side and like as I said to this mother who wrote in it's I suppose at the end of the day it comes from management as well like do the staff know the ins and outs are they 
do they know under what circumstances they are not to come into work no matter what you know if you have a high temperature no crash you should not be you know wanted in any childcare service if you have a high temperature you know whereas normally we would try and say they're going to be really stuck I actually do you know what I'll throw back a few Panadol there and I'll come in and I'll be fine I'll put down at least till after lunch and I'll cover the lunches you know so it's yeah I think we can all relate to that that also goes back to management in a negative way because there are times where you're like, I can't call out sick because they're going to be like, she's not sick or she's fine, you know, or she's always sick. So some people genuinely get sick a lot, just depending on their immunity or whatever. And to be out a lot, like there's there's times you've been in work sick, there's times I've been in work sick that we definitely shouldn't have been there. Um, but it all comes back to like, I was nearly afraid to call out sick because yeah, I can take a day off because it, it impacts the setting and it impacts the parents and it, it like it has a knock-on effect and we shouldn't have to think like that as educators you know unfortunately yes it will impact the setting if you have to close a room if children have to be picked up it will impact the parents but also your health and is the most important thing at the end of the day also you know um I'm learning that as a parent because you know running on no sleep and your mental health health gets affected a lot um, learning how to put myself first is very hard. So I feel like, you know, it's the same situation where you, you don't put yourself first in that situation. You kind of put everyone else before you, which is totally wrong. You know, we need to have a culture where we can say, I'm not well and I need to stay at home and not be judged by the management for it or the other school workers. Yeah. And I think, you know, when somebody is like, you know, taking the piss <laughs> or when they're actually genuinely sick um yeah. but like I I know that feeling like I've worked in a room before and like I used to be dreading like if I could be off online vomiting and I'd be like oh my god how is there any way I can actually just pull myself together and go in because you know how under pressure they are and like the last thing you want to do is text management and like now being a manager I can actually see the point of view from the manager because every morning when I wake up the first thing I do is grab my phone to see if anyone has texted in yeah, like this is six o'clock in the morning, like, you know, or if anyone has called, have my phone on loud. Um, because like we had somebody out sick, I think two weeks ago, and six, like that six o'clock in the morning, I was there trying to get relief staff, you know. So it's, I can see it from both points of view. But in saying that, I would never pressure or force somebody to come in um, if they're sick. If you're sick, you're sick, you stay out. That's what I always say if someone calls, I'm like, if you're sick, you're sick, that's, you know what I mean? And if it's the kind of ongoing thing, once they have confirmation from the doctor that they're good to be in work or they're fit to work, then, you know, we're more than happy. But yeah, I think, and another thing before we finish up, I think COVID, and this is something that we've actually sought advice on. Um, I think we're all still a bit in limbo. We don't know what to do, especially in childcare services. Like, do you still have procedures in place? to deal with COVID or do you still have like does it have to be as strict as we were you know to have a bin for PPE equipment and you know it's it with masks and everything it's it's hard to know so I actually did seek advice on it um last week and I was told that it's basically up to the setting that it's it's us now but like my fear then is and I know I shouldn't be kind of thinking of things like that but an inspector comes to the door is it going to be kind of depending on what inspector you get is one of them going to look for the what's in place for COVID is one of them not you know so I think 
an extra added stress. But it's it's a funny one, like to to, to think about. Yeah, and I'm sure we saw that in the question box that we put up on our stories last night. Someone actually asked in, you know, are the policies still the same for COVID? So, you know, you can answer that on on Instagram today, what your advice was given. But, you know, if I was in that situation, I'd nearly just have a backup policy and say this is this is what, you know, it doesn't have to be super strict, but it's something. Yeah. At least then if an inspector comes to the door, you can say, well, this is what we're following. You know, if you think it doesn't need to be this strict, then you can advise us. It's nearly better to have one than be yeah. pulled up. I think, one. though, at the moment, like, and what I've seen is that we've definitely just reverted back to our old illness um, and exclusion yeah. policy. All the parents have got that on the app. I actually regularly send it out, but it, they always have it um, on the... We actually recently switched to ChildPath's app, which is another... It's a day for another podcast. Um so yeah it's kind of uploaded on that and the parents you know they know what to watch out for but I think we're gone back to the kind of in limbo you know you can't send every child home that has a bit of a sniffly nose or runny nose like it's you kind of have to I think we're all educators we all have experience I think you have to just sometimes make a solid call um on if they're actually if they're that's it to go home or not yeah, definitely. And look, as you said earlier, we're going to delve into more these topics more and more as we kind of progress and true to fashion, you know, we've rambled a lot in this episode. <laughs> so I don't want to continue to ramble at times. Um, you know, if you if you like to listen to us, you're going to hear a lot of rambling and and it's not going to change. Um, because that's just who we are. And like I said, like we said at the beginning, you know, we're not really editing ourselves this podcast go around we're kind of just being true and raw um and if you like us you like us and if you don't you don't have to listen just you know keep going um but yeah I think we can finish up and and you know you'll probably hear us I think at the rate we're going maybe every two weeks is probably a, a good cadence and if it gets better then we can go weekly again but um yeah don't be expecting us every week but every two weeks we're aiming for fingers crossed <laughs> like organized chaos at the moment so it's um I love the change is sweeped in there I didn't even see him but I was like Shane's home <laughs> <Take> the- <laughs> yeah as you can tell I'm probably a bit more relaxed in my speaking as Jenny could see I was on mute and he was just crawling all over my head and smacking me in the face and everything but you know it's something I guess I am you know dying to talk about him as well so hopefully in a few episodes time we can talk about how parenting has been and you know what it's like for me and how it's changed everything for us um and yeah but like the next time we come back we'll have a different topic to talk about or we mightn't we don't know we'll see how we're getting on. <laughs> exactly no I've definitely enjoyed the rant and as you said it, it, it takes a while to kind of get back into it but um we'll stop rambling and um it's Friday now so hopefully everyone has a lovely weekend um I think it's definitely I think it's probably in all jobs that when you get to the Friday once you're not working the weekends it's that Friday feeling and looking forward to the weekend so everyone including parents educators um any other professionals um listening to this podcast have a lovely weekend and relax and enjoy it and we'll see you'll hear from us again in about two weeks time so thanks for listening I'm just thinking in about two weeks time, we're actually going to be in Ireland. So like, you may not hear from us. We'll see. We'll see you next year. (laughs) (laughs) We're going back for our family wedding. So, um, you know, we'll do it from the wedding. Aoife will have like three three kids by the next time we actually are (laughs) to a podcast. (laughs) Well, yeah, look.
if you like the podcast, I'm going to be real cheesy now, but if you like it, you know, we would appreciate that if you did subscribe to it. I know some people, a lot of people have. And if you really do like it, we'd love to, if you left us a review because uh, leaving a review helps us <clears throat> climb the charts a little bit more so more people can see us and more visibility. And I hate saying that at the end of the podcast because it's so cheesy, but we really would appreciate it. It's a lot of work. Um, you don't see it behind the scenes. It's not like all the big fancy podcasts that you find on Apple or all the Irish influencers have. We do not have a production team. We do not have a studio. It's just me and Jenny with two mics talking to each other on Zoom. Um, so, you know, it is it is work. So we'd look, we would appreciate a little bit of um, gratitude from you guys on the, on the other side. So, you know, a five-star review goes a long way on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening. So I appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. Chat soon. Bye.